Welcome to your Worry-Free Wednesday web show. Got big dreams and aspirations, but anxieties holding you back? Fears of failing, not being ready, not being worthy, not being good enough? Well, fear not. I'm your host, David Fairweather, psychotherapist, mind coach, and author of Winning Mindsets, psychological strategies that drive you to succeed. I'll get you winning over worry as every week we'll take on anxiety in all its forms, from simple hesitation and overwhelm to full-on panic attacks or dizzy spells, as my dad used to call them. Follow me and I'll help you overwrite your own self-sabotaging programs and develop a winning mindset so you can ace your goals. Stop what you're doing unless it's important. Grab a cup of tea or pay attention to your driving. Lend me your ears, but don't detach them from your head. And then let's just get on with the show. Worry-free Wednesday. Today's topic is changing your anxious programming. Worry-free Wednesday. Last week, we were facing the threat of change together and discussing the ways that our minds can trick us into not wanting what we really want because the pain of longing for it is just too much to bear. And I'm just wondering if there's anything that you're avoiding that you wish that you could really have or really do. You don't have to read Freud and Einstein to get the concept that you really can't solve a problem with the same mind that created the problem. If you're so clever that you've created a puzzle for yourself or a problem in life that you can't undo by yourself, I seriously suggest you getting help from outside because some external force is going to be needed to pull you out of yourself. I'm not suggesting that you've got your head stuck anywhere in particular, but I guess you don't have to be Einstein to know that I'm lying to you right now. So let's just leave that there. Yeah, I guess I'll pick it up again. So I was going to say you had your head stuck up your ass, but then I figured that some people would complain about that. And it's really funny because for some people it's easier to seek help getting anger off their chest than it is to seek help bringing love into their heart. We really do need people, even if it's just to have an argument with. But if you're arguing with yourself, you're screwed. So if you find yourself tangled up in a knot, please do seek help and don't just rely on this show. We really do perform at our best in the eyes of others. So finding someone to push or coax you is definitely going to help you get further, quicker in whatever you're trying to do, including overcoming anxiety. Having said that, I'd obviously like to help you as much as I can from here. So stick around until the end of the show when I have another meditation for you to fully absorb your relaxed and comfortable mind in. Worry-free Wednesday. Have you ever heard the saying that you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Well, that's not strictly true. The only thing that's missing in getting an old dog to do something novel is an incentive. Because if the dog is not motivated to learn some new trick for you because the reward is so trivial and unappetizing, you can't really blame the dog. The dog makes new brain cells, just like human beings make new brain cells from the moment it's born to the moment it dies. Neuroplasticity, the creation of neurons, brain cells in your mind that enable new neurological pathways to be connected and strengthened that allow you to actually develop new habits, new habits of thought, new habits of thinking, new habits of behavior, habits of doing. 
habits of feeling even, habits of emoting those feelings. These are all things that can be learned. You aren't stuck with the things that you use to define yourself as you. They are all open to change apart from your very nature itself, which for you to figure out what it is, you have to ask your baby self before it learned all the habits of the culture that you're in. Even a habit of loving chocolate needs to be learned, just like the habit of loving sheep's eyeballs. Mmm, tasty, gooey, kind of salty. No, I would never eat one of those. It's not in my nature because I didn't grow up in a culture that prized those as a delicacy. Maybe you did. I'm not knocking them. Just, it's not for me. Those are not the things I think about having when I think about having a succulent treat. I've got habits in my mind that can be changed. You can go off things, you know. A psychology professor I had once in Psych 101 taught me about the rat sandwich he found in the fridge one day. It wasn't really a rat sandwich, but it was a rat where his sandwich was supposed to be. And so he associated those two things together and completely went off the idea of veal sandwiches. As if the idea of having a calf strung up until it bled to death wasn't enough to put you off that. <laughs> you can always change your thoughts and feelings about things. I mean, if you've gone off me because of my idea of a throat slit calf sandwich, then you can see that if you'd like me beforehand, you really can change your mind about people. You can change your mind about things. You can change your mind. Let that sink in. Now, my honest hope isn't that you don't like me anymore because I said that. My honest hope is that you'll like me more because you'll understand why I said that. Your ideas and your beliefs that support them are always open to change, but you might have to dig a little deep or get someone to poke you in some place to yank it out. A friend and colleague of mine was once told by one of his patients that she really hoped he'd learnt some new technique while he was away on a training course where we met because she needed that help. Nothing had worked for her so far because she just couldn't imagine going into a supermarket without freaking out and having a panic attack. And I glibly replied to her online declaration of this with a simple solution delivered to her in a sentence. I said, you need to be able to imagine going into a supermarket and not having a panic attack. Now, in your mind, in the theatre of your imagination, you can imagine anything. Everything that your brain is processing and presenting to that theatre of your mind is being filtered through your beliefs and thoughts, even the things you think you see. Your eyes don't see things. They bring in light that your brain makes sense of and presents a perspective to you that you lock onto. I recently saw a quotation that said, the day you teach a child the name of a bird is the last time they see that bird. Because when we think in terms of labels, we don't assess the uniqueness of something. Think of a tree, but whatever tree you're thinking of is a tree you've never really seen. If you think of the tree in a dictionary or an encyclopedia, then that tree is the symbol of a tree. It's not a real tree. 
Now, why am I saying this, you might wonder? Well, again, I'm pointing out the way that our programming works is to absorb data in from the outside world that's presented to us and check it against our feelings. But our feelings are something that have developed through the domino effect, the accumulation of all of those learnings from outside. They just reside in your brain as neurological patterns that run when cued at certain times, when this person thought of a supermarket, it cued a panic idea. Now let's be serious. Whilst at home, safely on a chair, the idea of being in a supermarket is only a thought. It's only a thought. Now, since it's a thought, that thought can be changed. You can hallucinate a voice in your mind that says it's okay. It's just a supermarket. You're okay. You'll be fine. For some people, they need to see that it's safe. And so you can have a completely empty supermarket in your mind. No people, no social pressure, no one looking at you. Now, if the idea of a empty supermarket freaks you out, take your dog with you. Bring someone in your mind to take care of you. But it's absolutely possible for you to construct a desirable or safe alternative to the idea that you've been freaking out about. You can change your anxious programming, but your body is required in this process. Because if the idea of that makes you shiver and shake, well then, becoming very relaxed and in control of that relaxation, in control of your body, able to relax every muscle from the top of your head down to the tips of your toes. Whoa, 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 don't start going into a trance. This is just a story. The meditation's later. But if you can do that, then you can allow that relaxed body to be the place where inside of the brain connected to it, the theatre that the imagination presents and the perspectives offered to the observer of that which is you, could see it completely differently, could be reassured and soothed through the process. And so if you experience in your mind a way of addressing and overcoming some kind of fear by finding a way that makes it safe and acceptable to be you know, in that fear, if spiders freak you out, imagine a spider in a 10 foot steel case that you can't see through and it can't get out. Now, if me talking about spiders is freaking you out, then I want you to really get the point that there aren't any spiders, right? I'm just saying the word out loud, the idea of it's in your head. And so you can change anything that's in your head, but you might struggle a little bit by yourself. Well, not to keep you waiting any longer, why don't I suggest that we enter a meditative state together, kind of self-hypnotic. I invite you down the windy staircase to a place where you can fix and change anything you like, but only if it's safe and appropriate for you to do so. I don't want you doing this at the top of a ladder or in a submarine when you're about to, I don't know what they do in submarines. Let's just get on with things.
your eyes closed in a comfortable chair, it's easier to focus on your breathing. The distraction's gone and it's just you and me and the breathing. And I invite you to breathe calmly down deep into your belly and allow every soft exhale to deepen that relaxation. Imagining that wave of relaxation traveling from the top of your head all the way down deeply to your toes and feel that relaxation radiating from you like the rays of the warm sun. Learned 
today by listening to this show. The things you've learned by enjoying the stories and piecing together the points. And although it's rude to point sometimes, but I'd like to point out now, for your benefit, that your powerful mind and your imagination determine how you feel and how you feel determines what you do. And so if you do something to change the way you think about things, and you enable a belief to morph, to change, to understand that something you've not enjoyed, you can enjoy, and find it good to have changed in some way. And so as you relate this to you now and your life, I want you to take from this all that you can and more that you don't yet know that you are learning from listening to this. And so allow that comfort to spread still more and further, deeper, relaxed. And let that deeply sink in. And imagine taking this feeling and a thought, a word that occurs to you now to associate that with comfort, courage, okayness. It's your word you choose. Everyone thinks with different words and says things in different ways. So the way that you place your thoughts together can be influenced by the way that someone else strings words into a sentence. Because you can always change, and you can change your anxious programming. And if the word reminded you of something unpleasant, simply let that go and think about that word again. And the feeling that that word describes, and it's as if you can feel that all over resonating again and relaxed with the knowledge that when you've done this a few times there really will be nothing to worry about. Now lock that in your mind and allow yourself to come back to consensual waking reality, the place we agree on things. And so some would say that imagining isn't going to help you but you won't hear that from me. Get ready to wake up, open your eyes, breathe your way all the way back up to a great place. This place you were in, a great place with a smile on your face, stretching, bringing your body back all the way up to wide awake, alert and wonderful you. Stretch and smile and feel fantastic. At least for the rest of the day. Subscribe and don't miss next week's show when I'll be helping you stop stressing out. Worry-free Wednesday. Oh,